So I've never really started the show this way, but what does Hub Arkush think? This is the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> I just think that, that the way he's carried himself is inappropriate. Rich Eisen. I think he's a bad guy. Come on, man. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I think they should take him off the panel. They should take him off the panel and they should replace him. Today's guests, co-host of Peacock's Brother from Another, Michael Smith, Sunday Night Football Analyst, Chris Collinsworth, plus executive producer of Sunday Night Football, Fred Godelli. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show on the Thursday before the last week of the regular season in the NFL, the NBA, getting Kyrie Irving back on the floor for the Brooklyn Nets last night. And uh, and there's lots to talk about on every single front. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's have a conversation. Always like mixing it up with my audience here on Peacock, here on Sirius XM Channel 85, here on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio um, station and network that is smart enough to have us. Also, we also appreciate those who stream in their ear gate on Odyssey every day. And all just a, a quick hello to those who listen to us uh, on demand with our podcast. We love everybody hitting our, uh, smashing that subscribe button on our podcast where all podcasts are acquired on the Cumulus Podcast Network as well as our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Brockman, good to see you over there, Christopher. Hey, buddy, what it do? Jay Felly is hey. in uh, Del Tufo spot today. And uh, my social media grandmaster, TJ Jefferson, I say good Thursday to you, sir. I got a lot of problems with people. I, we're going to air some grievances today. Again, <laughs> well, that was Festivus two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, well, I, the grievances, we're not going to wait till December now. We're going to get into them early. Well, the candle's uh, lit. I feel like this is the Olympics every day because uh, the, the, uh, the rich eyes and flame gets lit by TJ Jefferson every single day in his uh, spot. Festivus miracle! That's, yeah, that's, uh, that was two weeks ago. But we, you can air any grievance, and that's part of, again, the, the phone call, 844-204-RICH. Number. As a matter of fact, airing of grievances today, uh, I believe, is, uh, is, is the theme of the day. I, I, I've, been, uh, I've been around the block a few times in this NFL world, and ever since this um, player uh, with Hall of Fame potential burst onto the scene in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and put together Hall of Fame seasons one after the other after the other uh, in terms of starting a career at wide receiver, I feel like I'm an expert on, Anta- on Antonio Brown. Uh, and I think we all are um, in, in the sports world because he's so damn good at the game of football and he's so, so um, Hall of Fame worthy in terms of his numbers. And the guy can't get out of his own way is the uh, issue for him. And Or it's just amazing how many people try to uh, tear him down um, how many people try to um, uh, steal his money, or <laughs> or or take something from him? It's it's he's a magnet for this stuff. It's it's unbelievable how many people try to do him wrong and do him dirty. And anybody that ever does anything with him has to understand the man has receipts on his phone, and he will always use them for his benefit against you. It'll always happen. And I'm framing this in a certain way that I know there are so many supporters of Antonio Brown that might sit here and say, hey, wait a minute, Rich. Bruce Arians said he didn't know anything about his ankle. And we see on his uh, on his phone that he put out on Twitter and Instagram today that Arians was texting him to be ready for the game against the Jets because we're not resting for the playoffs and to call him. And, and he responded with, uh, his ankle being worked on about how he can't get full speed and he wants to be there, you know, and he kind of rolled it outside on a two-point play and I want what's best for the team, but let me know when you're free. I'll call you. And and Arians responded, come see me in the morning. We'll talk it out. Definitely want you with us in case you're ready. So when Arians said after Antonio Brown took off his uniform and strolled off half naked and ran through the end zone at MetLife Stadium – creating a complete public spectacle, the, 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 the high uh, watermark of public spectacles in the history of the NFL of players being cut, that, uh, that, that Arian said after that that he didn't know anything about an ankle injury and that Brown didn't mention anything about it, and this is proof that Arians is a liar. And, uh, and then 
Tom Brady, after that game, talking about how we need to have um, concern and also some form of compassion for somebody who might need help. Because that's clearly what, when you react in such a way about adversity hitting you or being cut on the sideline or being told that you're cut on the sideline, as Antonio Brown's lawyer put out a statement last night saying that his coach, according to Brown, it was Brown's statement through his lawyer that his coach uh, came up to him and said, if you can't play, essentially, you're, you're out, you're cut. And a throat slash gesture was given. As if there were no CBS cameras or NFL Films cameras anywhere. You know, every game seems to have every camera angle yeah. capturing every single little thing, but we haven't seen any of that. And uh, that he was taking shots that the Players Association has kind of warned him against taking, that the Bucks were forcing him to play. Yeah, it's not, it's not anything that Antonio Brown did. It's everything being done to him. He's the victim, everybody. Don't forget, he's the victim. And you can't really make heads or tails about anything because we're talking about a guy that's been there and done that every single time. And the guy who said to everyone and whose words carry the most meaning because he's the GOAT and not once but twice told a team let's take him in despite all the warning signs and all the red flags and all the flashing red lights saying let's have compassion for him his confidant and longtime trainer Alex Guerrero has now been roped into the fray by Antonio Brown a second time because one of the many receipts that was put out there for the, his millions of followers at AB to see is an exchange that he had with Alex Guerrero, the trainer of Brady, the TB12 system guru, saying, you know, hey, AG, meaning Alex Guerrero, if we're not going to work anymore, that's fine. Let me know about the 100K I paid you only fair I get back half my money. Let me know how to proceed. And then Alex Guerrero responded, Good morning, AB. I appreciate you reaching out to me. I completely understand that you want to go in a different direction. Thank you for the opportunity to work together. You're a wonderful person. I hope for your continued success on and off the field. Please let me know where you want me to send the balance. Big hugs, my friend. Keep this up on the screen, please. I'm reading this off the screen for uh, the radio listeners. We're watching it on Peacock. So you're wondering, how is this a receipt of anything other than Alex Guerrero being high class and, and a terrific right, at customer right. service? Right, exactly. <laughs> Antonio Brown included this on his Twitter account with, then imagine your QB trainer charging you 100,000K, 100K, then doing no work must be, was a part of these guys' plans all along. <laughs> and this got, this got, by the way, deleted because I guess... He realized he tweeted out his routing number and checking account, like his personal information. So this has been deleted, maybe because of that, not because he's essentially saying, maybe I was part of the whole Brady to plan to bring me into Tampa so they could fleece him of money. Is that what it's about? Apparently. And then he'll, he tweeted out moments later that we shouldn't get all this stuff twisted. Because, you know, it's he and his teammates are all cool. We're getting it twisted because you just accused Tom Brady of running a scam on you through his trainer. Unless you think it was the Bucks' plan. It's not Brady. It's the Bucks who brought Alex Guerrero in because they do have him standing on the sidelines. It's the Bucks. And it's Bruce Arians, two-time coach of the year, okay, who had tweeted him on Friday, hey, man, let's talk about it. And then for some reason by Sunday thought something was up where Brown didn't want to play, and now we find out that he's really torn up his ankle and he needs surgery. I can't keep it straight. Is it possible Arians wasn't being straight with everybody? 
I guess. Yeah. Does that mean you should strip down in the middle of a game and, and run off? Uh-uh. No. And in terms of who to believe, do you believe the guy with the fake vaccination card? Because that's the first time he roped Alex Guerrero into everything because Guerrero was the one he handed the fake vaccination card to to hand into the Bucks. But let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about everything that has nothing to do with his behavior, even though there were, in his statement from his lawyer, occasional references to he needs to work on things. And I say this to two people who I respect immensely, certainly in the fact of Arians, who has been around this game forever and a day. And I've never heard once of a player that he's coached anywhere say that he cut the player on the spot and gave him a throat slash (laughs) gesture. Okay, I've never heard that one before. And Tom Brady, the GOAT, I'll just say this. If you are right now at this moment, because all of this stuff that Antonio Brown put out there today is on the day that Brady's talking to the media. That'll go great. That'll be great. And Brady will get through it. And then Brady will play against Carolina. And then this team will move forward. And if they have problems getting the ball in the end zone because Godwin's out and who knows what we're going to see with Fournette being back. And we can talk about the fact that Scotty Miller and everybody else might not fill the shoes of Antonio Brown because he has been terrific when he's been healthy and on the field. And we might have a conversation when the playoffs hit. Boy, Antonio Brown could have done this and that if there wasn't something going on behind the scenes where we may never know exactly what's going on behind the scenes and so on and so forth. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But when it comes down to it, Brady will move on and Arians will coach this team. And Brown wasn't going to be available anyway, apparently, because he tore up his ankle so horribly that he was able to run out of the end zone without a hitch in his giddy-up as he went to his Uber. But to Arians and, and, and Tom, who I love and respect immensely, you invited him in, and if you didn't think it was going to end this way, you didn't have at all a full grasp and understanding of what he's done to everybody else. Because he's done it to everybody else. And that's the one thing I want to say to everybody who's defending A.B. and caping for A.B. and all of that is he's did it. He's Look who he's done it to. Tomlin. Belichick. Kraft. Brady. Arians. I didn't even mention Gruden and Mayock. All of them. In the history of the NFL. If you asked every single one of the wide receivers in the Pro Football Hall of Fame who are fortunately above ground today to talk to you about quarterbacks and all those who have played with this man and all of those who will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in the future, years from now, when he returns in his gold jacket in his 60s and still looks like he's in his 30s. who never had a chance to play with Tom Brady, and you ask every single one of the people in the Hall of Fame, who, outside of your quarterback that you played with, who got you in the Hall of Fame because he delivered all the footballs to you, who would you wanted to have played with the most? They will tell you today, and future ones will tell you then. Tom Brady and Antonio Brown had a chance to play with him twice. And screwed the pooch is the only way to put it. Were things done to Antonio that were unfair? The number of times I tell my kids things that are done to you are going to be unfair. It's how you handle your business at the moment and move forward. Who has never told this to this man? 
If he has been done dirty, the Players Association will handle it. His lawyers will handle it. Don't put it on Instagram and everything else because I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Just look at everybody else who's dealt with this guy. And if I sound angry, it's because I, I'm, t- I'm talking about it. Again. Because it is top story news. It involves the defending Super Bowl champs on the outset of their title defense. And a good thing is they've got a quarterback who is a lead pipe wielding professional, not just on the football field, but in terms of putting the velvet ropes around anything that would tear a team asunder from the outside in. He is an expert at putting that aside and playing football and using that as motivation to win. And a lead pipe wielding professional who has been accused of lying, a two-time coach of the year, defending head coach who has basically told people in the past, even most recently, I don't give an F or an S about what people think about my decision-making. And he said that on behalf of Antonio Brown. On behalf of this man, who suddenly now is on the outs because this guy had an ax to grind against him? And maybe Guerrero didn't want to work with him anymore because he was used to put false information in the hands of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by this guy. How about that? We're all believing his statement word for word? This guy? I'm done. I'm seriously done. Maybe I'm over-caffeinated. <laughs> you guys can have your say on it the rest of the show. I would love to hear what you have to say about it. I'd love to hear what you folks at home have to say about it. 844-204-RICH is the number to die. I'm done. I am done. And if there's any team that will take him on next, it's on you. Because he's going to screw it up for you too. And he's going to put it all like, why would anybody text this man ever again? It's all on the record. Yeah. Uh, Adam Schefter just now tweeting out the Bucks are releasing Antonio Brown today. Well, because guess what? Now they'll basically say, hey, your ankle's all screwed up. Use your own insurance. You go get surgery. And any other team that wants to go grab him, and all of a sudden, what? You'll start running. Like, were you lying about surgery that you need? Done with it. Done. Get him out. Let him go on another team because you, you know, Andy Reid, you want your, your, if you want your texts to show up on Instagram, hire him. Matt LaFleur, you want your texts and your private conversations to wind up on Twitter, hire him. We think Andy Reid texts? Uh, maybe he does. <laughs> As I told you, Belichick sometimes uses exclamation points in his texts. And emojis. Who would know? <laughs> any general manager, any owner, you want it, go get him because he's really good at football. And he's really good at making you the problem and him never the problem. <laughs> Let's take a break. Breathe, Rich. I'm sorry. I, I, but, no, I, mean, I know. I, I feel I'm like s- I forced you into talking about that. I came into that. Sh- I know. But it's what everyone's talking about this morning and this afternoon, and it's – it's the defending Super Bowl champs. The guy should be a Hall of Famer, but he's probably not going to be now. And it involves Tom Brady and Bruce Arians, two of the high-class guys in the league. It's a major story. And I know what's coming. I see the responses that I cape for the NFL and I cover for the Shield and I'm, you know, I'm somebody who doesn't understand or I don't have compassion or I don't have this or I don't have that. I'm staking this ground. I'll take this side. You take that side. Okay? And then we'll see what happens. The side should be of getting this guy help. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Willing to have a conversation. Michael Smith of Brother from Another will be joining us next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And guess what? Then Chris Collinsworth will join us. Albert Breer on the latest of what is going on in Tampa and how that does affect things in hour number two. And Fred Goodelli, who's a longtime producer of football on NBC to talk about John Madden and more. It'll be a fun conversation in hour three. 
It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Here on the Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Network, talking about Arians' decision. We'll get to Michael Smith in a second. What that tells me is something happened between his decision to say he's coming back mm-hmm. and he's gone. Something happened. I don't know what. He is not telling us what happened. They've kept it mum. He did say that he didn't know anything about the ankle. Clearly, that's not true. Why would he do that? Is he covering up for something else? Is he trying not to say something else? Because that would only lend more drama to this whole thing? Possibly. But it's all because you're trying to make Antonio Brown out to be the bad guy when he let him back on the team. Yeah. But that lends to the other thing, TJ about what you just brought up is everything in this social media world because you see it in the palm of your hand at the split moment right you see it right there and thus one it's got to be true and because it's right there in your hand and two you could put it in a little box that there's no nuance to it just 280 characters of information or a photograph there's no nuance to it there's no context to it there's also no history around it because the only other history is what you're scrolling to next yep so you look at it and you see it like, well, that has to be true. And I don't remember what happened five minutes ago, let alone five years ago or five teams ago. And then I'll tweet something about it too. And then that'll go around and it's its own little world with no context, new no nuance, no history. And that's a big problem about what's going on in our world writ large. Yeah. The Buccaneers just released a statement having just released Antonio Brown, they've terminated his contract effective immediately. While Antonio did receive treatment on his ankle and was listed on the injury report the week leading up to last Sunday's game, he was cleared to play by our medical team prior to the start of the game. And at no point during the game did he indicate to our medical personnel that he could not play. We have attempted multiple times throughout this week to schedule an evaluation by an outside orthopedic specialist, yet Antonio has not complied. Maintaining the health and wellness of our players is the utmost importance to our organization. There will be lawyers, as Andrew Brandt says mm-hmm. on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, and grievance will happen. But in the meantime, Tom Brady speaking later. We'll see how that goes. Also, Rich, to think that Bruce Arians all of a sudden turned into The Undertaker and made a throat slash gesture. Know, I, I don't know. In the middle of a game, yeah, he's coaching I, it up, and they're, I, they're trying yeah. to come back. They're losing to the Jets. Like, real, I need to really see weird. that. I need to see video, I need video of that. Like you My, said, Rich. There's 30 cameras on this. Michael Smith of Brother from Another, along with Michael Holly, follows this program every single day on NBC Sports on Peacock, and I always love chopping it up with Michael. Yeah. And uh, he joins us now here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Michael? Good. 
uh, enjoying your conversation. Speaking of Twitter, did you see what uh, Schefter tweeted two minutes ago? Uh, I don't believe so. What is he? What did he tweet two minutes ago? Last week, Antonio Brown and his agent requested that the remaining two million dollars in incentives in his contract for the season be guaranteed per Bucks GM Jason Light. The team declined to guarantee those incentives. Well, and then now, look, man. Here's the thing: it, it, with Antonio Brown, with Antonio Brown in the history, because again, I have the history. I've got those receipts as well. It always is something to do with his contract that sparks it. It did it in Pittsburgh. He got to uh, Oakland at the time, and they gave him his money. That was the weird thing about all that, is that that was about whatever the hell that was about. And then the Patriots thing was about not having his back. Now this is about money, and all of it winds up on his Instagram account or his Twitter account when it doesn't go his way. And, um, With his bank account information. I saw that too. Look, I, I'll just give you the floor uh, on the subject matter and what what you think of the saga, because it is a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Michael, I'll just give you the floor on that. What do you think of it? I think, guys, after last night, and I read Antonio Brown's statement several times, um, and you want to talk about there will be lawyers, this is a pretty easy investigation because there was some subjectivity in some of his perspective on what transpired on the sideline and how he was feeling, how hurt he was. But there was also some things that were objectively provable with a paper trail. Um, And you saw his version of that paper trail this morning uh, with some of the alleged text messages that he released. I would just point out, I would just point out that this is the same person who not only faked his vaccination status, but when he was busted, faked or staged rather a both being vaccinated, a nurse and a clinic, like staged the uh, the, uh, the cover up that he was vaccinated and trying in, in in the process of trying to prove that he did not fake his vaccination status and was and that he was in fact vaccinated, produced a fake nurse and clinic to support it. So I say all that to say this. All that we know right now is that we don't know. We know that we know not. Actually, I'll amend that. The one thing we do know, all of us know about Antonio Brown, is that it always ends badly. It's just a matter of how. Now, to your point about this binary world we live in, and I've been talking about this for the last couple of days, because when the conversation around Antonio Brown um, got toward the, the mental health space, you had people on one side, and it's really just representative of how we talk as a society. You had people on one side that were dug in on, this guy's a knucklehead, this guy's a clown, this guy's a jerk, look at his track record, stop making excuses for him. And then you had the people on the other side that were like, pray for Antonio Brown. This is clearly a, t- a cry for help. He needs help. There's a, bring that together. There's a, there's a middle ground there. It could be a combination of both things. More than one thing can be true. Likewise, for the Bucks, could the Bucks have been the latest example of a team enabling him for the sake of taking advantage of his talent and therefore needing to be held accountable themselves? And could they have just had enough? and said enough is enough. Even if he does need help, said, you know what, we've done all we can here. More than one thing can again be true. So now fast forward to today. That was when it was just about mental health. And what Antonio Brown is, may or may not, I stress, may or may not be dealing with emotionally or psychologically. So now fast forward to today. Same thing. Same dynamic is at play here. And TJ, that's what you speaking to on social media. Same dynamic is at play. I'd be willing to bet that the majority of the people who are going at Bruce Arians were already predisposed to Mm. defending Antonio Brown. And I'll bet that the majority of the people who are discrediting Antonio Brown's version of events were already predisposed to being sick of his act. So nothing that happened last night is probably going to move people from their side of the aisle. Like either you, either you're standing with Antonio Brown more than likely. I'm not saying it's 100, percent or you're sick of Antonio Brown. 
And so said on that sideline, we may never know what was said on that sideline. The truth, more than likely, as usual, lies somewhere in the middle. And that's that nuance y'all are talking about, which is increasingly scarce in our dialogues. That is probably, you know, both sides probably are telling some version of the truth. One guy's credibility is that issue. One guy has a track record of dysfunction, and that doesn't help him. But that doesn't mean he's completely lying here or lying at all. He could be telling the truth in this instance. That's that Cry Wolf um, reference you made earlier. On the other hand, did the Bucks do everything right? Maybe, maybe not. But I go back to the larger point which this was always going to end badly because it always does with Antonio Brown. Michael Smith of Brother from Another on Peacock, uh, NBC Sports on Peacock, follows our show every single, every single day. Uh, how do you think the Kyrie Irving return ends? How do you think it ends? I have my two cents. I'd like to hear yours. I think he ends up getting a shot. Now, last night, he, he seemed like he was very, uh, he used a lot of, uh, uh, you know, passive verbs, or he seemed to, suggests that I hope it works out and you know almost suggests that he hopes that like the, the mandate is lifted or you know that's not happening right you know what I mean but he seemed to kind of put it off as if it was somebody else's decision as to whether or not he could play you know as if he had nothing to do with it you know but I think the more the season goes on it's going to be really and as the stakes get higher it's one thing to miss 35 regular season games as the stakes get higher I think it's going to be harder for him to be a part-time player. And I think as the playoffs roll around, I, I, I think he ends up getting the shot. He's proved his point. He's stood on his principle. The Nets have, have, have met him halfway by allowing him to be a part-time player. I don't see him sitting out uh, a, a home playoff game because he's unvaccinated, given, especially given how well he was received by the team last night. Um, yeah, I, I, think it, I think it's actually – relatively speaking, a happy ending in Brooklyn as it relates to Kyrie's vaccination. Well, I, I hope you're right, Michael. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the other approach and, and his comments about, as you pointed out, him thinking it's really someone else's decision uh, points to that, that, that he won't do it. And he will uh, do what we saw last night. He's so good, man. He's so good. You think him, you he, think him being allowed back makes him more emboldened to not get the shot? Yes. I do. I think so because the Nets said a few weeks and months ago, "Yeah, we this is not workable." Now it's suddenly workable, mm-hmm. and not only workable, it worked last night. All you had to do is <laughs> poor Lance Stevenson, right? I mean, what <laughs> what a big game he had last night. Twenty in the first, thirty it's overall. Incredible. I know, and we're you know, it's kind of like yeah, too bad Kyrie came back too, and that's the difference. Right, because Kyrie came back. If Kyrie wasn't there, I think we'd be talking about Lance Stevenson today, so on and so forth. Yeah, and rightfully so. That was you know fun to watch, fun to see. Born ready, stay ready, so you ain't got to get ready. So, but last night, um, you know, Kyrie showed you what this team could be and look like. And I already saw on Twitter that people are 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 in line with what I think his plan is: ball out, and then say the mandate's unfair, and it's not. The reason why that he's not playing is not the choice, uh, his choice. It's the choice of New York City and their draconian public health measures. Like, that's the way it's going to go. That's the way it's absolutely going to go. But it's just like I was saying about Antonio Brown. Same way people looked at it before. The the, the talking points haven't changed as far as I can tell. I just feel like the reason I'm optimistic, and I'm, I'm optimistic to a fault oftentimes, is that this is easy to talk about when the stakes ain't that high. You know, it's the regular season. You know, it's, we're just into 2022. There's going to be more pressure on Antonio, excuse me, on Kyrie Irving internally, both in terms of his teammates who he purports to love and care about and who care about him and who have supported him, the organization that he's a part of, as well as I'd like to think the competitor that – Kyrie Irving is. And look, man, Kyrie Irving is, 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 is the last of the Mohicans here. He's the, he's the last one standing. It, he wasn't the only one in the preseason that didn't want to get vaccinated. 
Andrew Wiggins ended up getting vaccinated. He did. We'll, we'll see what Novak Djokovic ends up doing. I don't know. You know well, no, like, I, that, who knows? But I think when it comes time to pursue a championship, I think it's going to be harder for Kyrie to continue to stand on this principle, well, whatever principle that is. Yeah, I, 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 I understand that. And the, the, the difficulty will be him saying, you know, he doesn't stand for anti-vax and he doesn't stand for any, But what he stands for is his freedom to choose. And New York City is the problem, not but his choice. Already, but he's already That's, got his out, though. He's already got his out. See, he's, he's always said, I am not, <clears throat> excuse me, he said, I am not anti-vax. I am not a COVID conspiracist, conspiracy theorist. That's what he has said. Well, he's going to earn it. I mean, because well, again, because it's honestly, this is the way it's going to go, man. We already saw it again, as you pointed out just yesterday uh, with the Australian Open. Uh, it just so happened that the prime minister of Australia sided on the side of their mandates and their yeah, their their, an exception. their approach. Correct. Right. And, and, and the people who have been living under that approach were like, why are we making an exception for him? Right. I'm just wondering how the folks in New York City will react if the Nets um, need the, the you know the extra help at home because we we looked at it. I mean, there's going to be a part. The last four games he can't play. One of them's at the Knicks. The other three are at home. The last four games of the season he can't play. There's certain stretches we're like we're not going to see him for another five days now. Yeah. And if they struggle at home and we come like this is going to just build steam. And I honestly I I hope I am wrong. And I'd love to just talk about the X's and O's of it. I'd love to see Kyrie Irving play the entire time. But, you know, uh, for those who live in a city where the mode of transportation of getting around is in a tube or in a bus, mostly, and in where most housing is where people live literally on top of each other, mm-hmm. this is the way that they need to have an approach towards battling COVID. And he won't take the shot. And I'm saying that it will wind up being the conversation. You already see the media even describe, like, even uh, there was a tweet yesterday and the Daily Beast, like, you know, Djokovic won't take the shot. Australia tells him to take the shot. We don't know how this can uh, be fixed. Well, yeah, <laughs> one guy could take the shot. Well, no, it, it's simple, and that's what I'm saying. The pressure is going to build on him. He's not going to win. He's not going to win in a battle against a state and local government mandate. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. he has already given himself an out because he's, he said from the beginning – this is an ongoing process. I don't know what other facts he needs. I don't know what other so-called research he needs to do. But Kyrie Irving is in position to be able to, for whatever it's worth to him, save face. Kyrie Irving can get the shot and simply say, I needed time. And it doesn't make him a sellout. It doesn't mean that he caved in and gave in to the man. It doesn't mean you know, that, that, that he lacks conviction or whatever. Because he, he never said, I'm anti-vax, even though his behavior suggested that he's anti-vax. He seemed to be anti-vaccine mandate. At the end of this, Rich, I, and I hear everything you're saying, I believe he's going to come around, and his explanation is going to be, I had to go through my process, and I arrived at a place where I was comfortable taking the shot, even though there's very little, if any, further information about the, uh, the safety and efficacy of the vaccines than there were before. Well, I hope you're right, Michael, because I would like to have in this pandemic, you know, that sports bubble. That's what I try to create here every day. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it gets pierced by the vaccine conversations and COVID, you know, diagnoses and things like that. I'd rather just have a conversation and watch the big three play with each other and we and ball since out, last man. Year before last night. Wasn't that a treat? It was. I'd love uh, He's so good he's gifted man and he's so and he he's exactly what they need he's exactly the guy yeah it's it's amazing how it works sometimes that durant is is you know the best player in the world you know i think we can say that right now and harden and harden harden has you know for somebody so good his his flaws Mm -hmm. that that Kyrie fills in when the two of them don't click it's really fun to watch man it really well, is. Well, and what's also cool, and, and that's, the, that's the approach, you know, it's funny we took yesterday, um, is that, you know, yesterday was just good for fans of, of basketball and fans of talent. And I thought it's, it's you know, um, my man Jeffrey Osborne, 
uh, LTD, concentrate on you. You know, famously saying it takes separation to bring appreciation. And I, I was, I missed Kyrie. I missed watching him do his thing. I mean, look, man, there there are better scorers in NBA history. There are better point guards in NBA history. There are better players in NBA history. But I'll be damned if there's anybody who is more gifted at putting the ball in the basket, more creative at mm. putting the ball in the basket than Kyrie Irving. He's so good. He well, is so good. And that's the and, and that's the thing that we saw last night. And I think for the most part, we'll see. And this will come to a head. And I just can't imagine him sitting on the bench watching his teammates compete for a championship, uh, knowing what a difference he can make. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. It, it does get exhausting. It definitely gets exhausting. And unfortunately, uh, it, it keeps finding its way back into the conversations, even in places that, that we don't expect, which I won't uh, – I won't say anything else about that before, <laughs> before my blood pressure shoots up again like it did yesterday. Michael Smith, thanks for the time. Have a good one with Michael Holly. We'll, we'll chat again next week. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Appreciate Right care. back at you. Michael Smith on Brother from Another that follows this show on NBC Sports on Peacock. Let's take a break. I want to dive a little bit more into Adam Schefter's tweet because now it all comes together, sort of like that plan for the A-team. <laughs> We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's go to Justin in Atlanta. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Justin? Hey, Rich. How's it going? What's on uh, your mind, sir? Um, I want to give you some inside information on, 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 on both the stories that you were talking about today because I have connections with both organizations. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2001, 2002, 2003. Um, and I happen to know the guy that Antonio Brown was sitting next to on the bench when he refused to come into the game. All right, that's the backdrop. To connect all of the dots, this is what happened. If you look at the math, um, Antonio Brown was on the IR for two weeks prior to his three-game suspension. So that's five weeks total, correct? Mm -hmm. So when he came back after the story broke about his state vaccine card, when he came back to the facility – um, I believe he even talked about this. He 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 felt that he he felt that there was a different aura in the building. Of course, you subjected two coaches who are immune compromised because of their uh, immune compromised because of their age, and I and and also the head coach Bruce Arian because he's a three-time cancer survivor, and you were walking around the facility. Um, unvaccinated, no mask, no nothing, you, and, and all of the other staff that work with the players and whatnot, of course they're going to feel some kind of a way if you put not only their health at risk, but their family members with, with, uh, with which they go home to at risk. So um, when he got back to the facility, they didn't treat him poorly. 
they just treated him more professionally. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, just so, like, hey, look, we're here to do a job. I don't really need to mix it up with you. You know, I mean, so I correct, correct, <laughs> exactly. So he you. didn't, on his words, he didn't feel the love that he felt before the fake <laughs> vaccine card thing came into effect. And then just, right? I have about thirty seconds left, unfortunately. Okay. So, all right. Um, so, so when he was sitting on the bench um, next to next to the other player. Um, Tom Brady came up to him and said, "Hey, man, what's going on? Are you gonna Are you gonna come in the game?" This is his words verbatim. So you're gonna throw your boys a ball rather than me. And then Tom looks at him and says, "You know, some words. What the What the what? You know." And then he went back um, and was and was going into the game because you know the offense was on the field. Bruce Arians came to him and said, "Hey, are you okay to go?" And then. AD said, I'm not going in. And then he went back. Uh, Bruce Aarons went back, talked to the head trainer, talked to the uh, talked to Brian Leftwich and said, hey, is he injured? Is he ready to go? And they said, well, we don't know anything. He hasn't told anybody. Right. If he's hurt, Bruce Aarons went back to him and, and asked him, uh, hey, are you going to go? And then he said, no, I'm not going to go. Bruce Aarons went back. I don't know about no throat cut, no throat slash. That didn't right. happen. Um, so uh, just real quick, Justin, because we're just in the middle of your, you know, it's Justin in Atlanta calling to the Rich Eisen show right now, and we've spoken before. You're you're saying you 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 know these guys on the bench? Are you a former player for the Bucks? I don't mean to. Out I, I don't want to. This story is not about me. Okay. <laughs> but I was in Tampa in 2001, 2002, 2003. Okay. Um, also, I want to uh, quickly switch gears to to to, to Brooklyn. Um, because I, I know some folks over there as well. Well, would you um, mind? Would you mind holding on? Because I I just need to sure. hop out for or, or thanks for the call, Justin. Just put him back on hold if you don't mind, right here on the Rich Eisen show. <clears throat> so we have a caller saying he's got some inside information of what happened on the bench, and interesting that he said that based on people who he knows on the team that Brady went up to Brown and said, "Hey, um, on? yeah, you know." You know, are you okay? And he says, so you're going to throw your ball, ball to your boys, but not me. Here's the thing. This entire time, I mean, like, how do they go from, hey, before Godwin gets hurt, he's back. We're, we're, we're going to put him back on the team despite the whole fake vaccination card stuff to done within two weeks. After he, by the way, gets 100 yards on 10 catches against Carolina. How does that happen? How does Arian say, I don't know if it was an ankle, I don't know if anything about the ankle, and then clearly, you know, he says that his ankles are all torn up, and and so why wouldn't Arians say he thinks it's the ankle? Something's up, right? Don't you think something is up? Like, what is the up? It's money, folks. Adam Schefter, two tweets. Let's see him. Antonio Brown and his agent requested that the remaining $2 million in incentives in his contract for the season be guaranteed. Jason Light, general manager of the Bucks, told this to Schefter. Per Bucks GM, Jason Light, the team declined to guarantee those incentives. That's why he's saying he didn't feel the love, folks. He's like, my ankle's a little banged up. I don't know if I can make these incentives. And I'm trying to get my ankle ready because I want to make those incentives. How about you just guarantee him? No. Oh, you don't love me anymore? You're going to make me play for it when you know I'm hurt? Oh, really? Is that the way it's going to go? Second tweet from Schefter. This one not sourced by a name. One other note to the saga per Bucks sources. At halftime of Sunday's game against the Jets, Antonio Brown was agitated about not getting the targets he was expecting during the game and had to be calmed down. Our caller, Justin from Atlanta, saying he has some inside information that Brady said, hey, are you okay? And he's like, you're going to throw the ball to your boys and not me. That kind of now does make a little sense, does it not? It does. Does it not? Makes sense that Arians would say, I don't know if it was his ankle. Right? Right. Does it make sense that if you're a coach of a team, right, that has Antonio Brown on it with his history as you know him, and this game doesn't technically mean anything for the team, and you're planning on playing your starters, right? And would you text Antonio Brown and say, hey, heads up, I want to talk to you. We're going to play our starters. I want to make sure you're ready to go, right? Makes sense. And then he texts he texts back a photograph. Yeah, I'm working on my ankle here, coach. 
Do you think that's his way? And he's saying like this, hey, I, I, I want to be in there. I want to be in there. I want to be in there. He's seeming that way with the coach, but the business guys upstairs won't guarantee him his money when he's clearly showing you he's working to get back on the field. He's not 100%. And then in the game, what's he thinking about? Beating the Jets? He's thinking about getting the catches. Where he would tell Tom Brady, who throws to the open man, and you better be open because I'm Tom friggin' Brady, you're going to throw to your boys and not me. <laughs> and he he's had him on the team not once but twice. He stayed with him. He lived in his house. He lived in his house. He was his Giselle, Giselle made him breakfast. And he's <laughs> no longer his boy because the money gets in his head. It's about the money. Does it all make sense now to you? Because a lot of stuff didn't make sense to me yeah, now until now. <laughs> yep. About the money. And then all of a sudden, Arians is like, you know, are you going to go in or not? And if he's like, I'm not, he's thinking it's about, he's pissed about his money. And the crazy thing is, and I hate to use that word, is that if he played, he could have earned the incentives. But I guess he couldn't have gone out there and played because he was hurt and they didn't believe him. And when, what, they cut him on the spot because he thought it was about the money as they were beginning to sort of get that drift from him. They cut him, and he takes his stuff off and runs off, and it's the organization's fault for not guaranteeing him his money, which you won't say in public. But the Bucks now are, because I guess once you put a receipt or three or five on your social media accounts, then the floodgates come out mm-hmm. on both sides. Ugly! But who could have seen an ugly ending for Antonio Brown with an NFL team? And not just any NFL team, a defending Super Bowl champ that is quarterbacked by the greatest of all time. If not for them, then who? That's the cautionary tale for anybody out there thinking maybe Antonio Brown's right for your team. Chris Collinsworth and Al Breer, our number two.